This podcast is brought to you by Rib It Up. Hey y'all, I'm, I'm about to walk out the room, and Ivan can do, Ivan can do this himself. Y'all can figure this board out yourself and spin your own records. Since Ivan don't never like the way I sound, trash, trash. <laughs> but to run back what you guys did not hear, uh, I'm excited. I love love. I love love stories. I should say, and I'm excited because apparently I get to hear a little bit about a love story. Um, as part of today's show, and I've, uh, I'll tell you guys, um, the my significant other, the Mrs. Her, not Mrs. Um, I was about to uh, say, no, it. no, no, no. See, no, I just saw you oh, yesterday, bro. Like, oh god, oh god, what have I done? Anyway, for my girlfriend's birthday, man, I'm like, all right, so I'm, I'm gonna do something real cool. I've, n- I've literally never done this. I got two dozen roses. I did like a walkway of rose petals, right? Okay. Okay. Through, through my apartment, did like a shape. Try. I tried to make it look like a heart, but I'm not very artistic. Like, and just set her birthday gift in the middle of it, and lined all of that with like candles. Like, I love candles. So I have a bunch okay. of candles. It sounds. Okay. It sounds cool as shit, right? Right. Until you got to clean up the damn rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. Because <laughs> you 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 can't vacuum them up. Right. Right, right. And most of my place is carpet. And then, you know, the other, the, where, where the rose petals were is carpet. I didn't put it on the hardwood. It was on the carpet. So I had to get up the roses. I'm like pacing back and forth trying to get this done. Before she got there, I knocked over a candle, wax on the floor. Man, oh. she loved it. <laughs> but to, to fellas, fellas, when you see those pictures on Facebook and Instagram, like with the, the heart shapes from the rose petals and, you know, mounting the rose petals on the bed in the bathtub, just remember you got to clean it up. Iva, take it away. Man, most stuff I'm willing to say on this podcast, but this one story I have for you, I'm going to have to tell you after the podcast. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, Mr. O'Quinn, tell What's me it? a joke. All right, let me see if I can get this straight. Um, but, okay, so you know I'm a big fan of transportation, so I'm going to do a transportation-related joke. Um, but... Also, trains have really been in the news a lot lately here in Birmingham. Uh-huh. So it's, it's a it's a train dr- joke. Okay. All right. So there was this conductor who was really pretty careless. Um, he liked to drive the train too fast, and so it was an accident waiting to happen. And sure enough. This guy is driving the train too fast, and unfortunately, you know, he has a he hits a car, and he kills somebody. Oh my! So he he goes to jail, goes to court, and they give him the death penalty. And so, um, he's going to the executioner, and they asked him, you know, okay, what's your last request? And he said, well like a banana and so they give him the banana they bring him to the electric chair they strap him in they flip the switch sparks fly smoke everything the whole batch and the guy's 
still alive. And so, you know, the rule is, is like, yeah, okay, if you, you can only throw the switch once, you know. Right. If, if you survive the procedure, um, then you're free to go. So this guy got out. What? So, yeah. So anyway, uh, he uh, somehow or another, he gets out and, and, and somehow or another, he, he gets his old job back. So, sure enough, you know, he goes back to his old ways, hasn't learned his lesson, and, you know, he ends up hitting another car. And this time, he kills two people. So, he goes to jail. He goes through the trial, and they sentence him to death again. So, um... They, they, they're, you know, getting ready to bring him to the electric chair and they ask him for, you know, what's your last request? And he says, well, I want, I want two bananas. So they give him his two bananas. They bring him to the electric chair. They strap him in and, you know, they flip the switch, sparks fly, smoke goes up and the guy survives. (laughs) And... So, you know, rule is, if you don't die, you know, you you get to walk away. So he gets out. So, you know, somehow or another, he gets his old job back again, (laughs) a third time. Like, crazy. And, you know, sure enough, he hasn't learned his lesson and he's driving the train too fast, and this time he hits a car and he kills three people. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something that would happen in Birmingham, right? Right, right, right. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, he same procedure. You know, they they he goes to court. They sentence him to death. Um, they're getting ready to you know, bring him to the electric chair and they ask him, you know, what's your last request? And he says, I want three bananas. What's with these bananas? I don't know, man. I'm trying to, this don't feel like a joke to me. This feels like a riddle. Like a riddle. So, all right. So now this time the executioner is like, no, there is no way I am sick and tired of you and your bananas. You know, absolutely not. I, you know, we're not going to do that. So they bring him in, deny his request, his final request. They deny it. They bring him to the electric chair. They sit him down, strap him in. They throw the switch. Sparks fly. Smoke comes up. And the same thing happens. The guy survives. (laughs) And the executioner is like, what the hell (laughs) you know and he's like i didn't give you the bananas this time (laughs) what the hell and the guy said oh it had nothing to do with the bananas i'm just a bad conductor (laughs) (laughs) 
love it. I 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 love it. Finally, someone brought me a good one. Finally. It's, I, I, as a matter of fact, it's been the count. The people from the city council have had the best jokes thus far. I, I, the amount of time, unless that's just one you keep in your pocket, the amount of time he had to put in into bringing that joke. Uh, that was a work of art. That was a work of art. I know. I love it. And then the funny thing is it's about transportation and trains. And that's funny because Absolutely. I was just telling him that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. So yeah. let's flip it on his head. Let's jump right into that, man. Um, you know, I have had this will be what our third conversation um, about transportation and you know, we like to laugh at the the, the words um, "nerd, geek, and aficionado." So, it, whichever word you choose for it, um, be it a nerd, a geek, or an aficionado of the subject, that you, my my friend, you are. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to know what what is transportation going to look like in the city of Birmingham? You know, as we come up on the city games, I mean, the uh, world games as we come up on just all of these changes in downtown Birmingham, what is transportation? I go to other cities mm-hmm. and they have robust uh, on transportation, public transportation, but we don't here. And it and that, t- that can be such a problem for people getting to jobs, to and from jobs and whatnot. So what's it gonna look like? Yeah, um, so the long and short of it is is that people have to keep things in context and understand that you know building a robust transportation system public transportation specifically is not something that happens overnight and mm-hmm. uh, most of the places that you go to that have great public transportation have had great public transportation for a long time you know as compared to the city of Birmingham so but one of the the big things that we're up against in the entire state of Alabama is that we don't fund public transportation in the in the state. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. one of a handful of st- states in across the country that do not contribute any of the fuel tax revenue to public transportation. Okay. So in most okay. of the other states that you go to where you see those robust public transportation systems, they have a dedicated source of revenue mm-hmm. coming from fuel tax. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking, you just think about all the gas that's sold, right. you know, in, right. in your average state. So that's millions of dollars that being pumped into pe- pu- uh, public transportation every year, a continued investment, a consistent revenue stream that allows uh, those systems to project out and say, hey, I'm going to have this source of revenue for the next 10, 15, 20 years so I can make investments and, you know, guarantee that I'm going to be able to pay for them in the long term. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that we really need to address as a state um, that would specifically help us in in Birmingham, Alabama. but we're we're not there yet. So, mm-hmm. so with that being said, what what can we do? I know you talk a lot about micro transportation, and I even you know, the way you explained it, the way you talked about it, 
Um, I used to think that one going to pick up one person and taking them where they need to be sounds mm-hmm. expensive, but it's not. And mm-hmm. you know, what are, what are our options? Yeah. So what we have done, and you know, one of the things that I'm really proud to have championed in my first term was uh, that micro transit service. Um, which is a publicly subsidized uh, on-demand transportation service. Um, that 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 is, you know, uh, like a, a model that was a new concept for the the city of Birmingham. But it, it is a, should be an example to us of how we can do things in the future. And you know, in the transportation sector. Um, you'll hear people talk about transportation as a service or mobility as a service Mm -hmm. where you approach mobility as um, not a one-size-fits-all solution, Mm -hmm. um, i.e. mobility doesn't mean just having fixed route bus service. Right. But mobility is is about having fixed route bus service and microtransit and scooters and bikes and all sorts of, you know, options for people um, to be able to utilize. And we, you know, can do public-private partnerships um, to make those sorts of things happen. So, uh, for example, the the Birmingham on-demand service is uh, provided by a private for-profit company. the The city subsidizes the service and keeps the the cost for the the user at an affordable price. I see you guys put money into it to keep it going. When are you going to expand the, the routes and the territory and whatnot? So that's an ongoing uh, conversation. We did approve uh, $1.5 million of the American Rescue Plan uh, money that the city has received to do an expansion. Now, exactly what that expansion is going to look like, uh, we have yet to determine, but there will be an expansion. We want that to be taken, uh, be looked at from the perspective of working with the existing public transportation system. So what you're, I think you're, I'm very confident will happen is that for especially your outlying areas that that service will probably be utilized in places like, you know, Sun Valley and Roebuck and all of that kind of uh, mm-hmm. area up north uh, east Birmingham to bring people to into those fixed route bus lines, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to get them to the bus route uh, from their, their homes or their place of business. And, uh, it'll be a connector. Um, and, you know, I use that northeast area as an example, but there are lots of places around uh, the periphery of the city where that, that could be helpful. Well, that's um, cool. Um, as we move um, here again down the line, and um, I, want, I want you to come back and talk about where we are where we're going and keep us abreast of that because 
you know, we've chatted it up before. You know how mm-hmm. I feel about public transportation. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that is one of the things that is keeping our economy from being as robust and as, Absolutely. as profitable as it could be. Yeah, it, it's in, it's important. I mean, you know, there's people, you know, will definitely push back on this. But I, I would argue, you know, that in the context of Alabama and Birmingham, there is not a whole lot that we can do at the municipal level to, you know, control cost of living. Um, and But I feel like there's a lot of opportunity with regard to transportation. And folks spend a lot of money to own a car. Uh, yeah. You got, you know, the, the vehicle, the cost of upkeep of the vehicle, the fuel, the insurance. And um, now parking is creeping up. Parking costs are creeping up. So right. you got to add that in. So, you know, the, the, if we can provide transportation options that kind of take away that cost, I mean, mm-hmm. that can mean, you know, thousands of dollars to individual across the United States, uh, individual, individual call, pays about $6,000 a year to own a car. Um, and, you know, I, I, I just put tires on my car and it cost me with the alignment and everything you know almost 1200 bucks you know and 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 i wasn't buying like the super high-end stuff and that's not that's not your car though yeah it's my car no it's not your car the (laughs) bum that almost jumped you before you came inside (laughs) no this is this is true man i am not joking here it's a uh you know the guy is kind of mental out there and he's got blood coming dried up on its side of his face. And he's coming to me arguing that uh, Daryl O'Quinn stole his car. Go out there. He's he's probably still out there waiting. But anyway, we're going to go pay some bills right quick. And when we get back, we are going to hear about Mrs. Christina O'Quinn, my friend. Hello, this is Jefferson County Sheriff Mark Petway inviting you to join the conversation that we've started around bridging the gap to build communities that are safe and well-connected. Let's all work together to ensure that Jefferson County is a safe place for all who call it home. So we're back. We have paid the bills. I like saying that. You notice I say that every time we come back. Rick? <laughs> I like I like saying that. Yeah. I, I say it when we leave, when we go out to it. <laughs> you do. Yeah. That is not for for the people listening. That that is not intentional. That, no. That is that we we've never discussed that. That is not intentional at all. Um, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to get to the love story part. So so Iva Iva, let's go. Well, chill, man. Chill. We got a couple of things before we get to the love story. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm excited. For one, you know. Um, I was I was joking about what happened as the counselor was coming in, which was hilarious. But, you know, your council district, this is part of your council district, downtown Birmingham. That's right. And you have a large constituency of your your constituency is about as diverse as the city is. Mm-hmm. You go from, you know, uh, uh, Legion Field to downtown I mean, what do you, what does, what does your district, how does it, you know, put in mind Birmingham? How, how is Birmingham exemplified in your district? Is it through the diversity or what's going on there? Uh, well, I, I think, you know, every 
thing you can think about Birmingham, you know, some of it applies to to the district. So, you know, anything that you see with the multi-billion dollar corporations that are based here, you Mm -hmm. know, that's likely, you know, headquartered in District 5 in Mm -hmm. downtown. Um, The sports, you know, Mm -hmm. that you see happening, you know, the new stadiums in in the district, um, you know, the convention center. and You got two stadiums in your district. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, let me tell you what else you got. Pick a uh, pick a sub. I mean a a, a, a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Uh, the Literacy Council. All right. So if you don't answer one of these questions, you got to donate a hundred dollars to the Literacy Council. But okay. they're pretty easy. I All just, right. Before you start, yeah. I just I just want to reiterate. Every time you do that, every time we get to this segment, I personally tense up because I'm like, this is a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Saturn versus Iron City. Which one? Pick one. They're both in my district. <laughs> I know. <laughs> both. Nope, got to pick one. Or, or $100. $100. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd have to say Saturn. Okay. Railroad Park or the Botanical Gardens? Mm, Railroad Park. Saws or Jim and Nick's? Definitely Saws. Owls or Purple Onion? Purple Onion. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Mm, McWayne. Thank you. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Sloss. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Alabama. Civil Rights Museum or Negro League Museum? Mm. Civil Rights Museum. Sneaky Pete's or Gus's Hot Dog? Gus's City Stages or Heritage Festival. Oh gosh. Uh City Stages. Dread River Distillery or Good People Brewery. Mm, definitely good people. And finally, Alabama or Auburn. Oh man. There is a right answer grief. to this. <laughs> and there is a very wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Screw you guys. Go Tigers. Oh, boo. Boo. Oh, man. I feel I feel wounded. Yeah. Tigers is Tigers, right? Well, whatever. 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 I I don't know. I just we had this streak going. You know what I'm saying? We had we this streak of Alabama fans in the chair. So you have you have made a lot of Auburn fans happy, Doc. <laughs> so look here. Um, like I was telling you before, um, we want to do three things on the show. We want to make you laugh. We want to make you cry. And we want to make you think. Mm-hmm. So you gave us a great joke and gave us a good laugh. Um, transport- public transportation is something I want us to keep in mind uh, as a community, as a city. Um, it is, it, you know, it really could be the difference maker in getting us from, 
you know, one economy to the next. Mm -hmm. And then finally something to make you cry. And your love affair mm -hmm. just really makes me cry. You, your wife, I love to death. Let me send her a special shout out. Love you to death, Christina. And um, we all love you and we're praying for you always. And um, I'm going to just say, man, like you guys are like the high school sweethearts. You know what I'm saying? You, It's just we are. it. it Tell us, tell us about it, bro. Uh, so this story goes back to 1989. We oh, were, wow. We were in high school. Okay. Um, so uh, I don't know how to say this, but, you know, when I was in high school, roller skating was still a thing. You okay. Know? Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. And, and so uh, that's what I did in my spare time was I was at the roller rink, you know, and so I kind of got to be one of these, you know, hot dog kind of roller skater guys. Oh, you yeah. Know, doing all the tricks and stuff. And um, so I was there one night and, you know, this real pretty redhead comes up and wants to couple skate with me, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, great, you know, awesome. <laughs> um so we, we, we hit it off and talked and, uh, you know, went our separate ways and uh, didn't see each other, you know. It's like it was this one-time interaction and, you know, anyway. A few months rock along. She apparently is, like, talking to her friends, trying to find me, you know, in yearbooks and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway um, – and, you know, I'm I'm at the roller skating rink, and I'm there. I'm doing my thing, and I'm skating around, and I'm doing a trick, and I just plow into this girl. Um, oh no! And uh, I, you know, I get up. I'm like super embarrassed and apologizing all over myself, and she's like super angry. You know, and she's like ready to get up swinging and um <laughs> so i i'm you know I, I get up and i'm starting to skate off and she i hear her say daryl and uh it was her no yeah i ran over you, her yeah if that's not the cheesiest corniest thing like happenstance tell me you're joking no, I am serious. This is an absolutely true story. This is a Disney movie. Yeah. I know, right? This is the rom-com of all rom-coms. all rom-coms. <laughs> yeah. Starring Drew Barrymore. Right. And and we have literally been together ever since. That is so cute. Yeah. we. Uh, that is the cutest shit I've ever seen. I mean, like. seriously. <laughs> and, man, you ought to see them when they're out. They're always holding hands. I did. And I did. I, I think it was at at the Creed Christmas party. Uh huh. I because I, you you were here. Mm -hmm. uh, everywhere I looked, that I saw him, I saw her. And yes, I actually noted and went home and told my girlfriend there was this one couple there. Everywhere I looked, they were together and they were holding hands. That was y'all. That That's was them. Right. That, you know what I'm right. saying? But I'm being serious. Yeah. Everywhere I looked, they were right next to each other and holding hands. But let yeah. me tell you, you know. Um, my girlfriend's kind of like Christina. Does it get on your nerves sometimes? I mean, like, 
Uh, no, I mean, I think we're a great balance for each other. I mean, it's like, you know, all of the things that uh, account as my deficiencies, yeah. you know, she's just like expert at, you know, yeah. I'm an introvert. She's a extrovert. Yeah. She's all sparkly and bubbly and everything. And I tend to be, you know, thoughtful and serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we complement each other really well and, uh, you know, no complaints. I mean, she's a bit of a hoarder. Okay. So, um, you know, that's, I've had to learn with it yeah. live, to live with that. But, uh, uh, you know, we've how been, long have you been married now? We have been married 27 years. Wow. And been together 32 years. And you guys look around 27 and 32. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Give us give us some advice. Give us some dating advice from the the sage married man to, yeah. to the guys still out here dating around. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. I didn't say that. <laughs> Get my ass kicked. What is wrong with you? Carly, Carly. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, you know the people listening. The people listening. Well, I, I'll tell you what my father-in-law told me is because he also had a long relationship with um, my wife's mm -hmm. mother. Um, and uh, he sat me down, you know, one time and said, you know, the, the, the secret to uh, of longevity in marriage is you got to be a little bit deaf. Okay. A little bit blind. Okay. And a little slow to speak. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, the the, the lesson there is is patience. Yeah. You know, and uh, some deep breathing. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, good advice. Not always. No possible, man. But, uh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Now, do you still are you still an avid bike rider? What do you what do you do other than that as well? I uh, I, I don't you know I haven't been riding as much as uh, you know I once did. I, I used to be like super serious yeah. into it. I was you know going around the country and like competing in races and yeah. stuff like that. And um, you know I think everybody can say that. COVID kind of changed everything. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and so um, lately, and you know, I, I never anticipated this, um, but lately I have gotten into uh, competition air rifle sh shooting. Really? Yeah. So like pellet guns, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, competitively. So um, not at the level of like what you might see. Tell in the, Christina she got to send me some pictures because I know she's taking a million pictures. Uh, actually, we she went out to the match uh, with me this past month and she beat me. Get out of here! Yeah, first time. You didn't know anything. You know, I had to like coach her the whole time. So man, there's <laughs> something about that beginner's luck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now I, I want to ask you one thing, and then I want you to close this out, and we're gonna get on out of here. Um, tell me one person from your district that should be on this show and why? Uh, 
Well, I tell you who's kind of top of mind right now is my brand new chief of staff, Maisha Hutchinson. Um, Maisha and I. Have, I love Maisha. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she and I have been friends for a long time. We were both neighborhood presidents at the same time. We live in adjacent neighborhoods, um, and uh, she, of course, you know worked f- for the congresswoman mm-hmm. uh, for a number of years and you know I don't know how I accomplished this uh, you know I don't even count it I don't think it's anything I don't know anyway she somehow or another I convinced her to come work for me yeah um so uh you know I really feel like if she wanted to she could she could be the counselor yeah, um, yeah. And so I have, you know, mad respect for her. She is a delightful person to be around. Uh, she would be a great interview, I'm sure. Um, I'm writing it down yeah, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Get so, ready, Maisha. You're going to be on here sooner she, or later. Kind of. She. I mean, she's a rock star in her own right. So, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, we've talked about what we've talked about men's health. We've talked about um, uh, mental health health and whatnot. We've talked about exercise. Give us a parting shot about what we can do mind, body, and soul. Give us us some advice. Well, I tell people, um, if you want to change the world, walk out your door. Go take a walk. It's... Mm -hmm. You know, not only is it good for you for exercise purposes, but it is a great way to meet your neighbors and be a part of your community. Um, you know, their community doesn't exist where people don't know each other. You know, a neighborhood is not a neighborhood without neighbors talking and knowing one another it's just a place where people go to sleep aren't we getting away from that like we don't know our neighbors these days yeah Yeah. i mean there's so much you know demand for our attention um Mm -hmm. but but again you know if there was one thing that i could recommend people do not only good for themselves but good for you know their entire community yeah go take a walk walk out your door I like that. I'm going to go take me a walk. Um, No, it's raining tomorrow, but we'll figure (laughs) it out. Well, um, I want to thank you for coming. I want to tell you how much I love you as a friend. Um, Thank you. You just, man, I really love you. You are (laughs) a really, really good person, and I want to thank you for coming. Thank you. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. We want to thank my guest, Dr. Daryl O'Quinn, City Councilman from District 5, for being a guest. We want to thank you for listening. And as always, huge shout out to Creed63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless.